Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of Talk Local. Um, it's a special one for a few reasons. One, it is our last podcast until 2018. Uh, so have a Merry Christmas. And we're also ending on a real high note. We were joined in studio today with Nick and Chris from Provecho Latin Provisions. If you're not familiar with what Provecho is, it is a restaurant that will be opening up in early 2018 on the Crown Point Square and replace it to the Tequila Sea restaurant. It's got a great location. Um, they're going to be doing a lot of Latin cuisine. So over the course of the conversation, we talked about their backgrounds. Um, they're both Crown Point guys. Uh, we talked about why they have passion to do Latin uh, cuisine, what Latin cuisine even is, uh, the vibe of what the restaurant is going to be. Um, so it was a really awesome conversation. Uh, found out a lot of good information that I think would be um, real prevalent for people who are excited about it. I know it's been um, it's it's brand new and it's highly anticipated. So um, enjoy that information. The conversation lasts a little over an hour. So um, give you a little bit of that. Um, there is a little bit of fun in this. So we do uh, play a version of the newlywed game towards the end, and it's uh, it's a pretty good time. So. Uh, I'd like to, you know, give a shout out to uh, Chris and Nick for coming in. It was awesome having them, man. It was it was a lot of fun. So um, have a happy holidays. Um, again, we won't be back until 2018. So have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. And uh, without further ado, this is my interview with Chris and Nick from Provecho. Just to kind of jump into it a little bit, then. Um, Chris, I'll start with you. Where is so? Where does your background and love for pretty much because you're the you you clearly have to have some kind of passion for culinary arts, right? So where does that kind of start for you, and um, where like how does that kind of I guess manifest? Well, uh, my family's been in the restaurant business for forty nine years. I think it's going on this year or upcoming the next year. So um, wow, kind of born and raised in the business, and uh, so you've all, got a legacy. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of, lot of years behind me to, and I got big shoes to fill. So, <laughs> um, but we. Uh, you know, I grew up in the whole restaurant business and uh, old, always had like front of the house experience. I always hosted and served throughout high school and, you know, worked in when I went to college at Purdue uh, for hospitality and tourism. I, I served there as well. And then so when I was, I knew that eventually I'd probably move home and, you know, work in the family business. So I was like, yeah, I probably should know the kitchen. Uh, probably should know, you know, my whereabouts of running a kitchen just because yeah. it's going to be, it's inevitable at one point. So um, just fell in love with it. Uh, I, I kind of jumped in uh, two feet first and, just uh, got uh, just got a hold of some really uh, really cool mentors that that uh, like kind of taught me everything that I've I've known and got a really got a passion for it. So I kind of switched my entire gear of front of house to back of house when I was at Purdue, and uh, it just kind of it's all been it's all been history since then. I've been, got really into the whole uh, going to culinary school idea, and then that kind of kind of became a reality as uh, you know after I graduated there and. Uh, wasn't uh, family wasn't too happy about it, but uh, made it happen and uh, moved to New York. Awesome. So we're talking Manhattan. Uh, no, upstate. Hudson, upstate. Hudson, Hudson okay. Valley. Hudson okay. Valley. It's about an hour and a half, I think. It's beautiful country. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, country. upstate New York's unbelievable. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, probably right on the Hudson River. Um, uh, CIA Culinary Institute of America. It's in Hyde Park, New York. So cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then uh, you, you just you know continued following it. I, I moved to California for an externship for a while. I was there for about a year and cooked, uh, helped to you know, worked at uh, Chez Panisse and uh, with, for Alice Waters for a while. Awesome. Learned a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool things out there. A lot of met a lot of cool, uh, very influential people, very passionate people. So, just kind of fell more in love with the food in that direction as well. And uh, and uh, yeah, trying to bring some of that into into what I kind of do now is, uh, that's cool. Yeah. So you got, you got the Midwest upbringing, you've got the coast to coast like education from a food culinary standpoint. That's awesome. The total package. (laughs) 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 I gotta, uh, so this is maybe like a stupid question, right? But like when you're studying in culinary school, do you focus on a certain like specific style of food, or is it just like you're going to learn everything? So you we it, uh, CIA at least uh, they teach you a lot of French like uh, basics and uh, a lot of French basic skills, but as you you know get your basics and you know your your entry level skills, your cutting, your dicing, all that all that you know your your mother sauces and all that all that uh, 
you know, main education out of the way, you rotate through every single cuisine. So you, you go through, you know, the Mediterraneans, you go through the, the Americas, you go through the Asias, you go through, cool. uh, it, it, you know, you go through all those different aspects of cuisine. So you get to, you get to learn all the basic techniques because every single type of cuisine has a different, uh, way they treat ingredients, different way they um, look at ingredients, or uh, different t- styles of methods that they cook with, and they just it's you get to see all that and see what the techniques are. So you learn the basics. You don't learn you know a ton in depth of what those cuisines are unless you kind of go on this on this uh, venture learning on your own. But sure. you, you kind of get, you got to touch all all culinary techniques. That's awesome. Yeah. So is that like a, is like a trimester kind of thing or is that semesters and it's like two years? Like Every, so you, you're at a CIA, you're doing, uh, classes, uh, for three weeks in a row, the same class, uh, six, it could be six days a week, five days a week, six days a week, depending on the class. Crazy. So, uh, 12, sometimes 12 hour days just in class for three weeks straight. And so you learn that cuisine, uh, you know, it through and through for three weeks and just kind of study books and then you're in the kitchen and then you're back to books, back to kitchen. And it's just, you know, go back and forth for that three weeks of that specific area. So it could be like high volume production. It could be, you know, cuisines of the Americas. It could be uh cuisine of the ages. It could be whatever, but it's, it's two, it's, I think a year and a half. I think it was, I can't remember. It's, hmm. been, it's been a while. So that's, that's incredible, man. Cause like you never really kind of think of it on that kind of level. So it's awesome to kind of hear that background a little bit, you know, especially the different types of industries and layers inside the restaurant game. It's just like insane to think about. So you're doing all the cooking. You're the, you, you, you got, uh, you're the owner of this, yep. uh, Provecho and Nick, are you doing a lot of the sampling? I'm all, yes. All the time. <laughs> so you're, all the time. You're getting all like the, the treasures of all the great cooking at this I, point. Yes. Yeah. I get to criticize Chris all the time. Oh, good, I do. No, I, uh, I, uh, no, yeah, I, I run all the front of the house is me. So I, uh, the entire front of the house staff, all the servers, uh, are back wage bartending. I'm the, you could call me the bar manager as well. Uh, that's, that's all me. Awesome. And so I'm, uh, the, I'm the pretty face. Chris is the <laughs> that's why he's hiding you in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see your guys' faces on your Instagram or social media stuff. So uh, you guys are really good at hiding yourselves. Even your uh, promo video, the one behind is kind of abstract. It's yeah. kind of cool. We do have one, we do have one picture of us in hairnets, which is pretty great. Yeah. yeah. We were at, uh, intelligentsia, we? intelligentsia coffee. Yeah. yeah. In Chicago. Oh, that's cool. That's about it. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not about me. It's not about him. It's 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 about it's about what we're trying to do. So exactly. we try. I try not to stay a little bit humble in that. You know, you have to learn. Oh yeah. You know, it's not just about me. So well, it's tough. I know. I'm sure you guys are feeling the the push of it a little bit, especially. Um, I mean, you guys have a lot of. I mean, Nick, we haven't gotten to your history yet or where your path is. We'll be. We'll get there. But um, when you're, it's just fascinating to me because I'm kind of in a startup situation, mm-hmm. and you guys haven't launched this restaurant yet. But I'm sure you're kind of already doing a lot of the networking. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're already building those contacts. You're already trying to create a good vibe in the community, and it's tough. It's tough to stay humble in those situations sometimes because no one's going to tell you you suck. <laughs> yeah. You know, everyone just tells you how great it is and how awesome the concept yeah. is, and everyone's excited. And it fuels you. It really is inspiring, but you just never. It's, it's important to keep those lessons in the back of your mind that yeah, you yeah, got to still prove yourself. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I got, that's one of the things I fight with um, regularly with this stuff. Especially, I think social media has has a tendency to kind of lean that a little bit mm-hmm. the other way. But that's yeah. not. It's not a therapy session for me. Yeah, it's easy. Well, it's easy. <laughs> it's also easy to hide behind a keyboard, right? And like to tell somebody else, ah, "You suck, man." Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. there's like, what are you offering to like? Tell me why I suck so I can fix it for you. Yeah. 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 I've got the best advice. I've got is I got to start like actually answering trolls and I didn't think I could just I thought I could just ignore that but apparently it's like the best thing to do is actually answer them oh, yeah. so that's one thing I'm trying to do in a really polite and humble way and then watch them like not they, then they watch them delete, yeah, yeah, yeah. delete their comment yeah. and their account <laughs> that's true. you're always three comments away from just going completely off the rails any post you put no matter what you always. know always so Nick a little bit of your background so being in the front of the house it's mm-hmm. pretty very service oriented very business minded mm-hmm. um, where, what kind of background do you have you know you're a crown point guy where'd you go to school or, or where was your where was your school of hard knocks what was going on <laughs> a little bit of that uh, <laughs> no, so, I mean, Chris and I grew up very similar ways. Uh, I mean, we went to grade school together. We went to high school together. We were two years apart, but, uh, I, I grew up in and around the restaurant business as well. I mean, my, my father's been in it since he was 16, 15 years old. Uh, he used to take me to work with him at Paragon and Cherville when I was like four and he'd like pick me up, plop me on the counter. Awesome. And you know, I just, I get, I got to hang out with him. So that's how, that's how I got to learn about ingredients. That's how I got to learn about food. Uh, I got into my, I mean, I, I worked, uh, just the same as Chris, I've worked every position there is in a restaurant. Uh, I have, obviously don't have the uh, 
the culinary masterfulness that <laughs> that he has. You know what sucks? You can tell him that this, this dish is not very good. <laughs> no, it's, I, uh, no I, I, I eat a lot, though. Which, you know, might be apparent if you look at I'd, it. I'd be 600 pounds if, if I was in your situation. Yeah, it's, it's difficult, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> self-restraint, I'm learning. Um, so, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I started that way, and then I, I started as a dishwasher when I was 15, uh, and I've, I've worked... I worked the line when I was 16. Uh, I did salads and desserts before that. And then um, my family owned, uh, we sold recently, but we owned uh, Gino's Steakhouse in Maryville. And I uh, worked at that store for five years. I ran it for the oh, last wow. couple of years that I was there. Um, and then I, I worked a couple of different places in college. Uh, I went to Purdue as well. I have, uh, like I, said, I mentioned earlier, I have a degree in, in arts. Like you, nice years up there, so that we are kindred spirits. Yes, you understand the the struggle. I oh man, <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> I, uh, I yeah, so I have a I have a bachelor's in acting. Uh, I have a master's degree in acting and directing from the University of Missouri, Kansas City. No way. Yeah, yeah. I, wow. Uh, I finished that and I graduated in fifteen. Uh, I came back home. I was working at the restaurant for a little bit. I left for a little while, and I was I was actually I was completely done with the industry. Like I didn't want to do this anymore because. It can be it, it, it can be really tough, and I was trying to do something different. And Chris and I kind of reconnected. What are you laughing at? <laughs> just just laughing at the story. Yeah, I love the story. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, was, well, I, I was I just I was <laughs> just really emotional. It's yeah, I might cry. I, I can get uh, Josh can get the Kleenex ready if you got it. <laughs> no, I uh, I just yeah, I was I was completely done. It just it was it was it was pretty tough, and uh, I left. I went. And I sold cars for a little while, but. Mm-hmm. About two years ago, Chris and I like reconnected. Uh, he he was dating his girlfriend, and he was coming into Geno's and visiting me. And we started talking shop, and uh, we kind of realized that like we think and work on the same level. Uh, we kind of feel the same way about how the how the industry should be approached, at least in this area. You know, um, I was able. You know, I, I was I quickly picked up on. You know, he really knows what he's talking about, uh, and I just the only thing I really know how to do is show up and work. Right, so. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's kind of it's kind of been it's been history since then. Yeah. Awesome. So, how long has it been in the plans for this then? Because you're talking about two years ago reconnecting. So, I'm guessing yeah. there's at least a there's a little bit of a time in between that and actually coming up with some kind of concept, yeah. right? So, I mean, you had some stuff on your radar a while back. Yeah, we we've been I've been looking to do something different. Uh, you know, I've been running Pappas Restaurant for probably uh, four years, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit five years. Okay, years. I think it's almost five. And so, what's all under that umbrella then? Because I'm like I said, I I know a little bit, but not enough. So, uh, I my my father, you know, has been in business forty nine years. We have 12 islands in the family, which is run, run by my brother. Uh, and then I, I, when I moved home, I took over Pappas Restaurant by Jewel. Oh, cool. Uh, here in Crown Point. And Because uh, yeah, there's two locations then, right? You're talking about the one by Jewel on Main Street, and then you've got the 12 islands on the square. Correct. Mm-hmm. We, awesome. We, we, all, we all run separately, and we operate independently, but we all kind of work together in the same, the same fashion. Oh, cool. Uh, so that, that's my brother and I, and then uh, I've been running that store for a while and, and uh, you know, just looking to do something different. Uh, just we, we had a lot of projects on the radar. Uh, you know, that we purchased the, the building that we're in about two years ago and we were renting to the former restaurant that was there and just had, had some issues and, uh, you know, it kind of just fell in my lap and this, you know, it was, it was kind of, we were going to, we're going to rehab the building and we put a lot of money into it. We might as well do a restaurant ourselves, and so this kind of the idea came uh, kind of came about. And oh, that's try, awesome! Trying to figure out what we're going to do and what concept to work, and playing with ideas, and talking to the city about what what we possible with Perry Court, and uh, everything became a reality. And I was searching for a GM just because I I know I'm going to be very spread very thin between yep. me, me between yep. the other restaurant and uh, and I knew that I wanted to be in the back uh, of the house and. It's uh, yeah. We just kind of it's kind of worked out. You know, he was looking for a job, and we've been we've been hanging out since. So it's mm-hmm. been good. Last, That's cool. Yeah, That's it's been cool. about it since March, March, January, February, March. About a year ago. I think yeah. About a year mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting spot, you know, from a location standpoint, because you do have that courtyard right there, and you'd probably have the most access to parking in the square, honestly, because you've got that whole back parking lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's really cool. And we're gonna do valet as well. Oh really? So yeah, so we can use that's good to the, know. the municipal lot on other side of it's east, yeah. yeah. Other side of East Street, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so the, that's really gonna help with by the post office, yeah. Correct, yeah. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I, uh, I know the only one that kind of does that is Prime, right? Mm-hmm. right? And you know what? That's interesting. You, you mentioned something earlier, Nick, about the landscape of the region from a culinary standpoint. Uh-huh. I'd be interested to hear like what your guys' perspectives are on it. Is it something that is pretty much at the beginning stages? <laughs> or is it something that, like, while there's a couple of diamonds in the rough... What's before beginning stages? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I so just, we're BC right now, is what you're saying. <laughs> I, 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 what I, no, seriously, like what I always say, and I, Chris will add to it, is yeah. I just the uh, I really think that this region and this area is primed for a change and uh, and something a little newer. And we're trying to keep the money here instead of like people. You know, when you when you go out to dinner with uh, with you're you married, your wife. Right? I am married. Yeah, uh, uh, reluctantly on her side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys. I mean, a lot of people go to Valpo, uh, which is nice. They have good stuff out there. But no, there's there's not a lot here that's different. Right. So I mean, I think that people are ready and and they're hungry for it. Pardon the pun. Like there, it's uh, it's time. It's time that Crown Point does something a little bit different. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And you're looking at the square itself, and it's like. It's um, it's either antique shop, mm-hmm. or it's you know like something. It's it, it, there's an old guard that's holding on to yeah. that aspect yeah. of of this side of Crown Point. Yeah. And so antique when you're talking or bar, you know, or bar, yeah. And like just recently, they're not smoking in there anymore. Most of them, you know, yeah, which is so awesome. Um, but like Tavern, kind of they 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 did a good job of kind of modernizing a certain aspect of the square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I think a lot of people kind of you know gravitate towards Velpo for is because it is pretty modern on a consistent basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got places like Fluid Coffee Bar, which is just a different vibe. You've got Stacks, who's probably the leading the charge, and then you've right. got the Ricochets, mm-hmm. um, the Valleys that had some really good uh, culinary aspects to it. You know, um, so but uh, none of that is or are we talking Latin? Right. <laughs> no. No. I mean, it's it's what you're what you're talking about is that diver- diversity of choices. I think. That's, right. That's, we, and that's something that we lack here on Crown Point. That's mm-hmm. that's and that's why we want to do something very outside the box. Just something that's 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 kind of in that direction because that way it's a little bit familiar. But you know, you're drawing people in with some f- some familiarities, but you know, also change the game when when you when we with the other ingredients. Oops, sorry. It doesn't sound that bad when it actually listens back to it. Okay. I know in the headphones it sounds like you just rocked it, but yeah. it's not that bad. Um, but I, th- I think that's that was our, our primary goal um, of, of doing something different for the area. I think it's and that when you're talking about describing the area and the food, I think that's it's you know we, you have the same players, the same old restaurant owners that are doing a lot of the same concepts, and they're just taking and they're taking their same the way they run things. And they're doing it the same, and I, I you know I, I know that I came from the family business. I know how it is, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very it's things become familiar to you. So they're 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 copycatting their kind of ways, and they're they're trying to do different concepts, but sometimes it doesn't show through. And uh, it, there's just not a lot of fresh ideas that I think that are that uh, that, that need to be here. I think that there's a lot of opportunity uh, for Crown Point. There's a lot of this city is growing like crazy. Oh, it's amazing! It's it's unbelievable. And I, and I, it's funny to hear your guys's kind of mission behind this whole thing because it's very. I, I most I can I can really relate because it's a lot of what I'm trying to do too is just mm-hmm. create this new aspect of things, um, and just a new way of looking at it because I was kind of just being tired of being like the. Everyone had reasons why everything was stupid, but no one really wanted to take the accountability to kind of change it. So it's awesome to kind of be in the room with two guys who are trying to do that, you know, um, in that sense. And I I kind of tried to, we talked to a a couple people last week when we were screening a couple of our videos and that same sentiment, the old sentiment came up of like, we're in the the shadows of Chicago. You know, and I, I really mean it. It's like I would like, I would love for this to become almost like the Brooklyn to their Manhattan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we can be unique, we can be different and cool. We got a and long fun. way for that to that to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the one thing that was really kind of inspiring for me when it comes to even this journey of doing this is meeting how many young people are actually like being super entrepreneurial right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this area in it's particular, great, yeah. it's awesome. It's so refreshing. Yes. You know, whether it's Kate from Green is Good or whether it's um, even Oliver from Sawdust uh-huh. um, or like his entire crew are all hungry and aggressive and ambitious you know and that's fun yeah, and creative Brie at Fresco yeah Brie at Fresco yeah I met her last night for the first time yeah, yeah she's really great. cool she's, man uh, really uh, cool yeah we went to high school together as well she's she's my age too awesome man yeah. and so, so like and there's, uh, you guys ever meet Eric Zoso from Velpo I have not. Oh, he's another guy that you guys got to meet. He's just in that same kind of mold. So it's really cool. And it's like, there's a, there's a bunch of other ones we can go on for days about that. But so, um, when it comes to like the scene was, I guess it's budding, right? It's going to take some innovation a little bit to kind of change it in Latin cuisine. I'll, I'll be the guinea pig for the people listening. I'll act like I, I mean, because I barely know what I'm talking about with this, mm-hmm. but I'll act like I know nothing because I don't really. Um, so it'll be an easy transition from a character <laughs> standpoint. Uh, I know that I saw you guys at Region Gourmet and we were doing empanadas. 
Empanadas. Empanadas. Yes. Empanadas. There's no little no. No there's enye. No enye. No enye on the end. Enye sounds like enye. Sans okay. enye. Uh, yeah. Enye. Yeah, what else did we do? Empanadas. We did, uh, we did tamales. Tamales. We did tamales, empanadas, and. Um, I think there was a banana thing there too, right? Oh, we had uh, the plantain chips. Yeah, yeah. the plantain, plantain chips. Chip. So, like, when it comes to Latin. What geographic area are we talking about? I mean, are we talking South American? Are we talking like that's Central American? Latin America is as broad as, as you can you can kind of make it as far as the direction we're going to go with the food. Uh, you know, it, it covers South America, Central America, if you've Puerto Rico, Cuba, uh, Spain, little, Portugal, a lot of awesome. know, Spain, Portugal, uh, Argentina. Uh, it just it's kind of the entire the entire you know Southern Hemisphere, I guess that you would call it. Uh, yeah. it it's 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 very broad. But they all have like a similar um, aspect or direction, I would say, or same kind of feeling uh, on the food. There's a lot of, you know, very rich sauces. It could be, uh, it could also be coastal. You got a lot of seafood. You can also, you know, go more inland and have more meat. it's it's a very broad spectrum, but there's a lot of cool things that and a lot of uh, that, that get passed. You know, you have we have our we have our Tex-Mex places. You know, El Salto, uh, mm-hmm. La Carreta. They do they do they do what they do, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that they do a good job. I th- that's what they are. Uh, but I mean, there's there's you know bur- burritos aren't aren't uh, aren't Mexican, aren't Mexican. Yeah. right? It's, like we're it's, we're talking American Mexican, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. so they. That's something we're trying to stay away from. We're, we're, we're do we, you know, we have tacos on our menu, but it's not our, our primary focus. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we have, we have fresh seafood. We do, and you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a broader spectrum, and it gives us the ability to uh, teach, uh, you know, do things differently than anybody else is doing, um, because you can, like I said, bring drawing people in with the familiarities. And then, kind of, also changing the game when 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 they see something they might not know, but they're you know since there's a f- something familiar on the plate, they might you know might be willing to be a little bit adventurous. But sure, you know it's it just it, I think I, I I like when people um, you know come in and be very you know unsure if they're gonna like something or <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, And they leave yeah. they, they leave they leave <laughs> knowing that they they like something they never had before in their life. That's kind of that's my whole goal goal for this this concept. And I and um, that's that's what we're trying to stick stick to, I think. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. I'll I'll just kind of throw out uh, I'll I'll just uh, throw up some thoughts real quick. Yeah. So I'll just say from an outsider, when I hear Latin cuisine, I think of like this hybrid of like seafood red meat meets like the kind of the flavors of like being near water. Yeah. Is that is that like is that neither what you guys are doing? What that would be? It's it's uh it, it, yeah. There's there there is you know you, you are correct in that in that in that dimension that you know there's like I said that's there, there's so broad that that there's a lot of uh, you know you have ceviches, you have uh, right. whole grilled meats you know the, you know South American you know influence but there's also a lot of coastal you know coastal influence uh, from the from the fresh seafood and there's uh, you know we have paella involved from Spain. Uh, there's, there's, there's just a, it's very, very cool way to, to, to approach the situation, I think, and just, yeah. just play around with, with the menu. I, you know, we have plans to change the menu frequently. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how frequent that's going to be. Uh, we'll talk, we'll talk in a couple months. When <laughs> open, but, uh, Knowing you like every three days or something. No, nice. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, we, we'd like to, like to do something that's, uh, you know, like I said, taking the familiarities. Just uh, we're working with Five Hands, Five Hands Farm. Uh, great guys. Uh, we met them at Locavore. We were invited to uh, in the summer. That's cool. And uh, they're they're going to grow us some, uh, some organic uh, produce that's like grown here locally. So taking that, you know, growing some familiar uh, vegetables and uh, you know putting the Latin American twist on it. So and then you know branding it with with some kind of local communal, you know. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty, pretty cool. So that'll that'll probably organically change some of the dishes itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By just availability of the produce and some of the farming, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to try to from like an alcohol standpoint, are you guys going to try to remain local with that aspect too or like with craft beers and stuff or are you going to just kind of certain parts of it? Yeah, uh, we're working with Crown Brewery. Uh, they're, oh, cool. they're going to develop uh, or we've been in development of a couple beers that'll like be our label that they're going to make for awesome. us. Awesome. Uh, we have one. Do we want to say what they are? Or do we want to let that be a you know yeah, surprise? You can, but it's it's. I don't know. We don't know yet. It's yeah, we don't know yet. Uh, well, well, some of the ideas we played with is like uh, like a Mexican lager with pineapple and coriander. No way. Uh, a Mexican chocolate stout uh, with it just like like a regular chocolate stout, but with uh, some Mexican chocolate instead, and then yeah. uh, spice with some chilies. Uh, similar to the their Nukamas, which is a big favorite for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, and then as far as the rest of the alcohols, uh, I mean, tequilas, mezcals, like we're going to do that, um, go that direction. Awesome. We're doing kegged cocktails. 
So we're going to batch and keg our own cocktails and they'll be nitrogen fed from our basement. Uh, no way. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do that. So, so you guys have any familiarity with that process? Cause I've never, like I brewed beer and that was just, I mean, that was intense. Yeah. I can only imagine kegging and doing it almost like it's, it feels like I'm back in college, but doing it, I, you know, that was a long time ago and the goal was just to get as wasted as possible. <laughs> I doubt that's what you guys are doing. Um, uh, I mean, okay, we do like wine tastings. I mean, we, we, we've done <laughs> we got, quite a few. We've yeah. actually got one in about two hours. No, <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah, we nice. this afternoon. Um, <laughs> Thank love, God for Uber and for wine tastings. Uh, yes. I love scheduling them like in the middle of the week because it's a nice break. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, okay, that's, that's, I why I did, that's, that's why I did it late. I did it at five. So you can yeah, it's a good move. That's say. a good move. Um, we're gonna so yeah, we're gonna do the cocktails, uh, but the, the wines from these different parts of the world, like you know in. Uh, I, I, I love wine. Chris is a, you know, Chris is a big wine drinker as well. Uh, Greg, uh, is a huge, is a huge wino. Yeah. Um, but I think we have a, we have a specific wine cocktail on our, on our menu ju- named after him cause he likes wine. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But I, but I, what we've learned in the past, uh, like six months is the wines from, the, uh, these regions of the world drink way above their station in terms of price. Uh, they're, they're just, they're wonderful I mean, they're spectacular. They're funky. They're weird. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's there's really... Uh, and there, there's not a lot of that around here. So I've been able to work uh, closely with uh, my purveyors and uh, they're finding us some really great stuff. So we're really excited for the wine uh, that we're going to be providing. Is there a science to pairing up the alcohol with the with the dishes at this point? Very much so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so like, what's that process like? Because that's interesting. Uh, you, yeah, you can speak to this. Yeah, okay. you're way, but you're better at it than me. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's all about, it's all about contrast and it's also all about, uh, it's all about, uh, this, you know, trying to find similar nuances that, that the wine offers to pair with the food, either that cut through those flavors or, um, you know, pair well with the same kind of flavors or essences kind of that you're getting from the wine. So, you know, you, you, you know, lighter, some more acidic things, you'd probably want to do more bubbles. Um, just, you know, the sweet, salty, spicy, you want to do more whites and bubbles, just kind of cut through that and cut through that, that, uh, that astringency of, of, of certain things. Um, you know, we kind of get into the middle, the middle of the road uh, things. You know, where you can get go more of a rosé, or you can do a little bit light, lighter, lighter wine like Pinot. Um, you know, we have there's uh, there's there's a lot of avenues to, to cross. You know, they call them crossover wines to you know to go feed both. You know, uh, white wine lovers and red wine lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And then you can. Uh, you can get a really rich, you know, oaky Chardonnay or, or just something to, to kind of go more bolder to, you know, piece some white, some white wine drinkers. But you're always looking for, for balance. You know, you're always looking for something just, to, just enough to, to cut through the food, but uh, just enough to keep, you know, wanting to, you know, take the next bite and have the next, have the next sip. That's, that's, the, that's the goal. You want to be able, that's what you're trying to achieve. That's cool. I never, like, I, I just don't know. Yeah, it's, so it's it's interesting to hear that. Yeah, there's there's a whole uh, science to it essentially. <laughs> there's okay, a, you know, yeah. you, there's a you, they call them, uh, you know, there's like a heat summation. They're all they're all basically uh, there's a whole map of where wines you know obviously come from. And, yep. and depending on when they're they're uh, where they're grown, there are different level heat heat levels, uh, and that has an effect on wine. This terroir, which is you know very, um, you know, it's in wine, it's in chocolate, it's uh, it's you can taste taste regionally so you know things taste uh, you know pinot noir from from california tastes completely different than than sure, a, than a pinot sure. noir from, oregon. That, from oregon yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just terroir so that and that's another aspect we're trying to play with our wine list is mm-hmm. is to yeah we we know that the california california wines are going to sell well um but you know at the same time this is perpetual is about the, the teaching experience i think so it's going to mm-hmm. be really cool to you know serve both and have people or give people the opportunity to, to try both or, you know, have their, have their opinion on each, you know, I, I think that's, that's, that's our goal. Heck yeah. yeah. And yeah. from a teaching standpoint, it's really cool because there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be going there, experiencing it for the first time and just not sure, like you talked about what to even order. Right. Yeah. So, um, when it comes to just the idea of like, when you're looking at a, a, a menu and so I guess I'm going to rewind a little bit. It sounds like not only are you going to be teaching the clients, but you're also the, the people, the customers that are coming in there to eat, but you're also going to have to really rely on a lot of education for your staff, right? Oh, that's a big thing we talk about all <laughs> yeah, so Because yeah, they've got to know what's going on. And yeah, I, I mean, even from like a craft brewery guy, you know, you go there and there's nothing worse than having like someone work, you know, you know, uh-huh. waiting on you that doesn't know anything about the beers. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you, how, I mean, not from like a, you know, step-by-step process, but like how can you... How do you get that further education of those people? You know, we talk we talk about this all the time, and uh, what, what we always say is that I mean, it's not it's like like you said, like it's my biggest pet peeve if I go somewhere and I have a question about the menu, and the server says, uh, "Well, I don't know." 
or you know, I ask them, you know, well, what, you know, what, 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 is, what is this like? I'm like, oh, I don't know, I've never had it before. That's not the server's fault, though. You know, you know, you right? Know no, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's 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 our responsibility. It's with with my servers. It's my responsibility to make sure that they are able to taste the menu first of all, and then uh, and then they leave every shift learning something that they didn't know when they came in. And this it's the same principle for me because I didn't I didn't know a whole lot about Latin cuisine when I came. I'm in. sure. This. Yeah. Yeah. I learned, yeah. I learned from uh, you know El Capitan over here. <laughs> Uh, but one of the one of the ways that we plan on uh, plan on tackling that is uh, we eat together as a family every day. So we do family meal once at the beginning, pre shift, and then uh, once at the end of the day. That's awesome. Uh, so you know, and whatever whoever uh, whoever decides to cook that, that's you know that's on him. But we will go in the back together. We eat. We taste. Uh, if I have wine open, we'll do some pairings. We'll do some samplings, and that's how you learn. And then you get it's it's also fun for the staff. And if they enjoy it, then that's how they sell it to the customer. One hundred percent. It makes yeah. it, and and that, that's yeah. how that's how it makes. That's how you do. That's how that's how you do it the right way, in my opinion. Uh, so that's our goal. I mean, I don't, I don't expect uh, them to do it on their own. That's not. It's it's our responsibility. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And going. So it'd, it'd be. I'm fascinated to hear your perspective on it because since you started with like no background in the Latin cuisine, <laughs> and now you've got like a working. MA, uh-huh. you know, yeah. but you have to be at this point. My initial, yeah, my initial was like, uh, I had Taco Bell level experience. <laughs> so how was that journey like for you then? Like, what was like the things that kind of like amazed you about being able to kind of dive into it? Oh man. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I really love about it, I, I think I'm going to steal one of your answers, but is, uh, it's true though. It's the simplicity of the ingredients in, in certain cultures, uh, they're they're cheap. That's what's available in in certain parts of the world, right? So like uh, hominy or 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 corn, you know, uh, the la- the labor intensiveness that goes into those ingredients and like what you have to do in order to make something delicious, uh, and and the the, f- the 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 family aspect, like ma- making tamales is a family event, uh, and I've now experienced that because I had to make uh, we made for region gourmet. I think we made like six hundred pieces. Um, <laughs> And it's, uh, but, but that, like that, that, they, that really proves to me that like how this food specifically can bring people together, uh, which is what Provecho kind of means. And that's kind of what we stand for. And, uh, that's, uh, that's been the coolest part of it. So it's not, I also love, like, I love making mole. I love that it's, I love that it's 6,500 ingredients <laughs> and it's super complicated and it takes nine hours, but it, uh, the, the, the path to get there is, is pretty incredible. That's interesting. That's cool, man. Uh, so is it like a, uh, when it comes to, you, you made me think of something else from a plating standpoint, is this, is this going to be like a tapas situation or is this like full meals when it comes to, is it shareable or is it single meals at this so point? So that's, I get that question all the time. Cool. Uh, we are, uh, we're going to treat this as a, you know, it's not going to be tapas. It's not going to be the smaller bites. Uh, and, uh, we're trying to plate everything to serve like one and a half to two people. Uh, so that way, you know, Provecho being the communal meaning that it does mean, we're trying to make all the food communal. So, you know, being being able to share something, um, you order come in with your wife and you order, you know, two or three things and you can share it. You know, that's that's you get you have some cocktails and you share some food, mm-hmm. you create conversation. Um, that's that's what we're that's what we're about. That's what we're going to do. The plating will be, you know, it's going to be fun and art artistic and it's awesome. going to have some cool stuff on it. We're, we serve a lot. We have a lot of wood. A lot of wood platters. Oh, um, cool! Uh, we have a lot of really cool plates that that uh, we've been we've been searching for for you know probably six months. Um, that been, feels like years. Yeah, it does. <laughs> feels like so long. It does. There, there. We, we did. We got some cool stuff though. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's. I've never. I've never. Don't want to do that again. <laughs> Trying to find plates is, is just the right ones. And well, how did you stumble upon the ones that you've ended up picking? Uh, one of our purveyors sent us to a. a a very nice lady uh, from a company called uh, FOH Front of House in Chicago. And, oh, cool! Uh, found some really great stuff from them. Yeah. So, do you, is there any um, it, yeah. is there any inspirations uh, that you could say that was kind of like um, extensions of what you guys are going to be creating a little bit? Whether it's from a city standpoint, is there like a specific business that kind of already exists that people can kind of at least kind of wrap their head around the vibe? Uh, I mean, it's kind of lofty to talk about Bayless, but it's, no. you know that's not even close. But uh, no, I, it's uh, I, I really think it's I don't know I don't know it's pretty unique and uh, and no Rick Rick Bayless does does a good job doing it in the city he does an incredible he, job he does I mean that's 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 what he does so I mean it's it's but I'm not there's it's not at all on the same level no but he's not, good, no, but, uh, no. I, I think that um, 
he's uh, he's, got some, some, he's got some similar know. concepts. Like Lenya Bravas, Lenya Bravas is pretty cool. It's kind of in the same. I got we had the open wood open. fire grill. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, you know that's that's something that Provecho has. That's that's going to be different for this area. You know, kitchen's open, so you can see that fire in the fireplace. Oh, awesome. in the back. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's close. No, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I think it's it's tough to compare it to anything because I mean we still we're still kind of learning and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Out what it is too. So. You know, we have our we have our menu, but things are going to change once we we yeah. start cooking in a few weeks here. Maybe, sure. So. So you talked about the wood fire grill, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, seeing like I said, your Instagram stuff, man, the place looks incredible. Thank like, you. From a signing standpoint, from the floors to like everything you guys did, opened it up. Um, which uh, when we were at, when I remember even going back to Tequila C, it's like it was it was amazing how like separated you felt in either room, you yeah. know. And I don't know, I'm, did you guys tear down that middle wall? We put a we put a few more holes in between the two. Yeah. Rooms. Okay. Uh, cool. It's, it's still there. If if we tear it down, the building will fall down. <laughs> okay. So that's a structural uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the divider between it's it's two separate buildings. So actually, gotcha. the bar is one building. Makes and then sense. The, uh, the the dining room and the kitchen is another building. But. Three separate buildings. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So no added, way. Added onto the back. And they're all yeah. they're built in really in all separate times. It's 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 pretty strange. As we yeah. Crown as point. We, as we tore it apart, like in. Uh, and as we we're doing the restoration and the remodel, the, the more we took away, like the more you kind of learn about <laughs> like the cool. history and character of the building. So like it, uh, it also it helped it, it change the design a little bit, you know. And that's one of the great things about like working with Oliver, like just upstairs, right? Uh, we can oh, call yeah. him and he comes downstairs and he <laughs> he, he, he gets upset because <laughs> <laughs> I, I ask him to change things uh, and I, you know, uh, <laughs> like one of the cool things. Like, well, like, give an example. One of the cool things that we uncovered was. Uh, we have these 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 big bay windows in the bar, and Tequila had half of them exposed. But when we took the uh, the flashing and the wood away from the inside, it was a big existing window. So we refinished it to what it originally was built yeah. as. No way! And, yeah, cool. in the in the eighteen hundreds. So uh, that changed the design completely. Yeah, for the front at least. Yeah. So then it yeah, and our, and our whole front facade changed a little bit. I mean, it's just that's the kind of cool stuff that you know you can't buy in a if you're building a new building from scratch like these. These buildings are, they can be a pain in the ass sometimes. I'm but sure, yeah. They're beautiful and they have character that you can't buy. Yeah. Are those, is, is that a historical landmark building at this yeah. point? Yeah, we're in this yep. historic Wow, so that probably adds a whole other dimension to complications when it comes yeah. to that. I, I think we were, I think I've presented the, the project probably about four different times to three different boards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> had to get approvals from you know, two, three separate boards mm-hmm. just to go, just to move forward with the design. Yeah. You know, that doesn't even include the approvals for Pericord. It was just a, it was just a, it was a long, intensive process, just a lot of paperwork and a lot of, well, just a lot of presentation, yeah. you know, making wow. sure that everybody, you know, they have a, they have a consultant from the state that comes up because they're, um, there's city grants to, for, you know, to rehab front facades in historic districts. So they have a like a consultant that works with the city of Crown Point that you have to approach, you know, them to tell you all the materials you're using, all the different types of colors. They want they want swatch numbers. They want Sherwin Williams paint color numbers. I mean, no they, kidding. Like, specific stuff, and you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it was it, it was it, we did we 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 did it, but it's ever changing because the project is always ever changing. So, but they they bring this this uh, woman or man up. Uh, uh, I think it, I think it's a, a gentleman now, but um, you have to present to them, and they they have to determine whether it's historically accurate to put put these pieces of, of, brick, of right, yeah. material uh, it's very very uh, interesting process i would well, say that and it's <laughs> funny right through it like they've been i mean they, yeah they, they really i mean they haven't really said no to anything that we've wanted to do and uh it's been a really great relationship working with those people and the mm-hmm. mayor's been fantastic working with us so oh, yeah, yeah. We're, very, we're, we're, we're lucky that crown point's been uh, letting us kind of very do true this. Yeah, it's good. it's important to give your shout out to the the local politicians in particular. I mean, oh, yeah. like you ran and like yeah. it's uh, everyone gets so like concerned about like the presidential elections and whatnot, but it's uh-huh. like what you should really be caring about is your local politics because that changes the game. Oh Absolutely. yeah, it does. yeah. You know, and he's done such an amazing job from the beginning of when he's been mayor to where it is now. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who have criticisms. Sure. Yeah, sure. But just you could just the the growth. Everyone's moving no. here, mm-hmm. you know, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's an awesome place to live right now. Yeah, no, yeah. They've, they've they've been all have been great. We I. Uh, I went to his office and we projected, or not projected, but uh, you know, showed him what our ideas were for the for the patio and Perry Court, and, and you know, there was nothing but you know, nothing but uh, excitement, you know, excitement all around. Right? I mean, so it was it was really cool working forward. It was very they made they made it very very easy for us to like you work with them. It was mm-hmm. uh, really open doors. I mean, calling on cell phones, just making oh, sure, yeah. that, hey, if you need if what what do you need to make help us make you know you know that's Chris's happen, move so. now. He goes. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I gotta text the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> I had a, I had a similar experience with the graffiti art. Uh, I couldn't get a license for it. 
to okay. actually get that done. So like at the square, apparently that doesn't even exist. And so um, I sent out a Facebook message to Uran just being like, hey, man, this is what I'm kind of doing. And I coached with them about eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's a long time ago, yeah. you know, so I wasn't counting on any of that. <laughs> and so I, I'm like, I send him the message like, hey, is there any way I can do this? This is my game plan. We're going to be using spray paints um, in the middle of the square. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to do our best and like make sure nothing happens. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then the town actually called me uh, and they were like, you can't do that at all. And so then that was like the weirdest thing. And like yeah. Dave was like, no, they can do it. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's it's uh, there's you just got to go through those hoops, you know. You do, yeah. It's part of the game. Yeah. yeah, and the networking. They're there for a reason, like you know. They're there for a reason. So I'm not. I'm just not not hating on the system. So. Oh yeah, and like you said, the, the um, respect and like the feedback, it's like all excitement. And he's like really interested in just what's going to happen in the growth. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. So um, the facade you talked about a little bit, and I want to kind of bring that up because that is pretty much. I mean, I don't know enough about restaurants to really say for sure. But that seems to be like your billboard from the street, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. a, there's a lot of thought that goes into that. Yeah. And I think even from a layman of someone who's just seeing it from your guys' social media stuff, it's just it looks incredible and the amount of thought Thank that went into you. it. Thank there's you. like that. And I think we talked about this a little bit at Tavern, right? So there's a specific style that you guys put on that black aspect of the facade that lends itself to the building, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the, the, herringbone. Oh, the herringbone pattern. Yeah, so when, uh, when the city refinished Perry Court, uh, did, I, did I see your answer? No, no. no go ahead. You're, uh, when they, you're when doing they, a great job. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dad. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I call him Dad, and the girls at uh, Cafe Fresco think that we're pretty weird. Uh, yeah, we, we just we incorporated that herringbone design, or Oliver uh, brought it up and over and uh, put it on the facade of the building. So we're trying to tie in what the city had done in Perry Court uh, into into our design, and it's all over. It's all over our building. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And I know Rhoda did the sign, so I saw a little bit of that aspect of it. And so mm-hmm. what kind of signage you guys got going on in the inside? What kind of vibe? I know it's like the wood floors look really cool. It looks like brick wall. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of vibe is going to be on the inside of this restaurant? It's like a little bit of industrial modern, you know, thing cool. going on. Uh, it's con- contemporary, yet, uh, you know, it's very, very rustic at the same time. I don't know if, you know, that's kind of the thing that's going on now. And, and I, I, I like it. I think it, it it's it's clean. It's, uh, and it, it's very uh, inviting. I think it's, it's just very, very... It'll it'll play it'll play a really good role in providing that ambiance that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, yeah. I think that, I think that's kind of the, the way right right. I like I like to refer to it as like a, and it's I think it's super honest in the way that like we don't there's nothing we don't hide anything right. So it's an open kitchen. Uh, like it's cool, can, man. You go to the I mean you go to the bathroom you can see into our dish room and that's not out of laziness. <laughs> that's because we have there's we don't want to you know we're not trying to hide anything. We want we kind of. We have people sitting up. We have chef table, like a chef's table, where you can sit up and sit right next to Chris while he works. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, come say hi. Like, and, and come say hi. And just, and, but like, but watch your food being prepared. Like it's, uh, I like to use the word honest to, to describe. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a good one. Thanks. Authentic, honest. I love it. Uh-huh. The uh, so how do I get to the chef's table? How could I be able to kind of preserve that one? I got you, Nora. You got me. Okay, <laughs> I'll make sure it's like a Tuesday night, so you know, yeah, be one fine. of those that there's no demand, so that's it won't fine. be too much on you. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's the other, and we'll, we'll see how they work out. We don't really know yet. You don't know. Yeah, we're, we're they're they're there, but we we don't know if they're you know they're permanently. Or we, we we're, not, we're playing around with the idea. We'll that's, the, that's we'll gonna do be the, the good pass. move. You're what? You do the good fellas move. They like carry the table down through the coping <laughs> Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Set it up right in front stage so like no one else could even take it or reserve it. Right, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Um, what's the capacity right now? So how many people can be in there at one time are we looking at? Is that like a... We're one, one, 100 to 110 on the inside, and then uh, we'll see about how many we can fit on the patio. Yeah, we haven't ordered. Cool, so you're going to be doing yet. a little bit outside stuff, too. So yeah, that, that, all, mm-hmm. all that fenced-in area on Perry Court, that's, uh, we're putting seating out there. So it'll, awesome. we, have a, we have a fire uh, table outside. So I think it's about 16 people. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to sit up, you know, cocktail height. You know, and, and it'll have a fire right in front of you. So it's, mm-hmm. it's it'd be kind of cool. Uh, that's that's one of the ideas that we're we're trying to trying to make happen. And then uh, instead of doing umbrellas and you know shading the area, we're gonna we're gonna tie uh, shade sails between the two buildings. So uh, we're gonna like cable tie like nice triangles and do different uh, do different shapes to make the water if it does rain or you know run off into the into the uh, landscaping there. That's so cool. It's be pretty cool. Something oh, very different than any other outdoor uh, patio that we have mm-hmm. have in this area, I think. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you guys going to be doing any reservations or anything, or is that just going to be kind of first come, first serve? We are, no, we are doing reservations. Uh, so awesome. You can, you can call directly uh, and do them through me, or uh, we're using Open Table as well. So, okay. uh, which is a great, are you familiar with Open Table? I'm not. Okay, so there's a, it's, an, it's an app. You download it on your phone, and cool. it's, it's a subscription service that restaurants can use. I used it at Geno's before. 
uh, and you can make your reservation yourself through your phone, mm-hmm. and then it pops up on my screen, and uh, just go from there. Oh, so you just got to confirm it? Correct. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And then I and the, the, you just have to set your parameters in house to make yeah. sure you don't overbook yourself. That's the only thing. Yeah, so it's like a real time booking. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. really cool. And they have a it's additional like seating. Uh, like seating management system. So like yes. if it, we do have a reservation, it doesn't allow us to, you know, it doesn't allow us to like seat a table. It'll block it out. It's mm-hmm. pretty, it's pretty cool. So if you, you know, we can't really make a mistake. We shouldn't make a mistake. <laughs> yeah. That's well, that's awesome. Digitally is like, that's one way that technology can really help you, you know, from an organizational standpoint is great. Yeah. The stuff that's out there now for, especially for front of house is, uh, is, is pretty incredible. Is. I mean, our, our POS system, which is brand new is from a company called, uh, Upserve. The program is called breadcrumb. And it's, I mean, it's sleek, it's beautiful, it's very awesome. intuitive, it's easy to use, it's Apple-based, uh, just really, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty intuitive, yeah. yeah. Reporting is, um, is outstanding. Yeah, it's, oh. it's super easy. Yeah, so stuff, so stuff John stuff. Taffer would come into your guys' restaurant and just love it off. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you gotta get everything new. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we can, you can, it'll e- email us at the end of the night how much, how much money we did, and it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty Oh, that's awesome, yeah. man. So. It's, a, it's all about having the wealth of information and how to make that work for yeah. yourself, right? True. So Very if true. that's really what it's doing for you guys, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked a little bit. I know you guys don't have an exact date right now, but what you're thinking early 2018? Yeah. Somewhere in there. God willing. Uh, <laughs> Christmas 2020. No, not. Uh, yeah. Mid, beginning to mid February, somewhere in there is a. We're, we're projecting. We're proje- we got, we have uh, the, that building. We all new electric, all new plumbing. I'm sure, man. So we've, mm-hmm. it, we've ran into a lot of problems on the on the way. It's, it's an old building, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's it, it, we're, we're living with it. So yeah. that's, we, we knew that getting uh, from the beginning. Then, yeah. yeah. So that's really been the biggest obstacle then that. And then, I mean, and then just, I mean, there's permit red tape kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. As well. So, I mean, uh, we just, we iron out little details every yeah. single day. So it's, uh, we're, I mean, we're moving forward uh, still at a, at a pretty incredible pace. There's just, you know, you you open one door and then you find like seventeen more, <laughs> and, they're, and they're all locked. So yeah, yeah. So it's 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 been it's been fun, but I'm over it. <laughs> it's time to get going, right? Yeah. Uh, I see the, um, I mean, especially got to be with like all the new equipment you got. Cause I mean, I'm not a kitchen guy. I don't know what I'm looking at, but it just looks like I just went to Home Depot and bought the best grill that ever existed and multiplied it like 10 different times. Uh-huh. I've, I've, we've got some cool toys. <laughs> we do. We do. It is, um, it is, well, equipment came in what, last Wednesday? Yeah. It was, it was he, Chris was like, uh, kid it's christmas time I, i've never seen him smile so big in his entire life <laughs> yeah i've never un- unpackaged anything like that. <laughs> and he's telling me fun. to slow down you're going to scratch it and then and yeah it's so. no it's yeah we, it's, i mean it's, it's all all brand new equipment it's really cool that is cool so um is there anything you guys want to add uh just i mean keep an eye out on facebook and instagram uh at provecho cp on instagram and yeah. uh provecho latin provisions on facebook and uh you'll get all the information for uh, hiring as well. I mean, I'm uh, we're taking applications. You can apply through provechocp.com, uh, and then I'll we'll be scheduling interviews here soon. So in all positions, so uh, front of house, back of house, uh, hostess, bartenders, whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah, uh, bouncer, no, <laughs> uh, valet drivers. I mean, what, what you know, all, all kinds of things. So uh, send applications my way. Cool. Um, so I was going to throw a little bit of a breaking ball here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had two people in the uh, as guests before, so I thought it'd be kind of fun, especially since you guys are kind of starting and you can talk about the family side of things. And I'm sure, like Josh and I, we spend so much time together that we just know like us, our each other back and forth uh-huh. at this point. So I thought it'd be kind of maybe decent. First time I've ever done this, so um, maybe a little bit of a newlywed game between okay. you two. <laughs> What do you think? I think it's great. There's a chance that Chris and I are related. So Okay, uh, all right. So there is. No, there really there is. Really is. <laughs> our dads our dads are from the same village in Greece. No way. On the same island, yeah. Three probably three houses down. Three, yeah. Yeah, three houses, right? No yeah. kidding. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's it's it's kinda creepy. There's a chance that yeah. we're related. How do you say your last name? Papa Mihalakis. Okay, nice. Alphabet. <laughs> I've got Miskowski and I thought that was tough and then not even in comparison I think that yours is way more difficult than mine it's really is it got, it's how that many Z's why a Y S S and a Z and right yeah. there Miskowski I, I get it I was thinking about like literally because of like the media I'm like man who's gonna be able to google that name like I, sh- <laughs> I should probably come up with something different but then, my, then I gotta deal with the family fallout and I don't even know if I, that's worth it you yeah. know yeah. yeah. so I don't like, again I don't know how to really so I got these two things. You guys ever played this game, Telestrations? Oh, yeah. They're my favorite. I have not. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. So I, we're not going to play Telestrations, but I was thinking, so I came up with like four questions, 
And I feel like the quickest way to make this happen, we won't keep score or anything. It's more of just a between fun is I'm going to ask you a question and then you put down the answer that you would guess for yourself. And okay. then does okay. that make sense? Yeah. And then you have to, we'll go person to person and you have to guess what each other wrote down. Okay. So for myself, not for okay. Chris. Okay. Yeah. So All for right. yourself. Cool. All right. Um, so again, first time. And then uh, we've got three cameras in here, so I don't know what you should. Josh, which one do you think they should point their answer at? Uh, either the center one or that uh, far Side one? Okay, okay. cool. Whatever one is easier for you. Oh, there's one. I didn't see that one. All right. Oh. So the, the traditional newlywed game is the person gets out of the, the, the screen, and they're in another room, and the other person answers all the questions. But this is the best way we can come up with it to make it to where we didn't have to isolate anybody. <laughs> we are kind of like newlyweds, you know? Yeah. I so mean, that's just fun. Like we're, like we're having a baby again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, weird. yeah. You can call me daddy. So I gave the first one. The f- <laughs> Weren't you calling him daddy earlier? Yeah, it's weird. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's your acting background. You can just oh, yeah. involve into both roles, no problem. I know, right? Do your child voice. Which one? Your child voice. Oh, let's not do that. <laughs> we didn't. I should have had beers ready. Then you would have been doing the child voice. Oh uh, well, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> My, what, my impression for you? No, 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 no. Just, this just, one? Yeah. Oh, I'm Chris Pappas. Oh, God. <laughs> I used to work with Alice Waters. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, stop. good. Once you, once you start, it just stop. keeps the going. The podcast has gone off the rails. Yeah, I, I tell Josh all the time, I can literally hear, and these headphones can listen so much that I can hear people clicking off already. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, so uh, first one's kind of a softball. What's your favorite? What's your, what's your favorite food? Yeah. I do it for myself. Yeah, you're picking yourself. And I would say write it not super small. <laughs> His writing is awful. So. Oh, go good. <laughs> it is. It's pretty bad. Well, I think Facebook does captioning for Chinese, so I think that might help us out for the for understanding what you're writing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, Chris, I'll start with you. What do you okay. think Nick's uh, favorite uh, food is? <sighs> it's kind of tough, but... This is a tough one because we eat everything. Yeah. We eat everything. I mean, oh, man. Probably a cheeseburger with a lot of cheese. Or no, or probably, no. El Salto fajitas. <laughs> She's going specific. <laughs> El Salto fajitas <laughs> with, with, uh, with a large queso dumped over the top. I've been in dietary ketosis since April, so I've been eating that a lot recently. Uh Okay. That was very specific. Uh-huh. So what do we got? What do you got there? Is he on it? <laughs> Pho. Pho. What is uh, it's a Vietnamese broth noodle soup. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we've been eating a lot of it recently. We had it today before we came. Where here. do you get that at? Uh, there's a couple different places. There's a place that we go to called Saigon Noodle House in Maryville. Okay. And then uh, Asparagus has... Uh, uh, oh, Asparagus well. is awesome. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love their tie there. Yeah. Um, their pad thai. So what do you got for Chris? I'm pretty sure he wrote pho. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> it's amazing. I've never even heard of that before today, and now you guys both are writing it down. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I so it. I got another one here. Okay. Um, what do you think the best dish on the menu that you guys have created has been so far? Oh, man. Ooh, actually. This is a good pod. Chris humming to himself. <laughs> if you do it in more than the mic, I can record it and then put it on all my podcasts. It's like... <laughs> that, so, it's a, a drop. Yeah, I gather some dead spaces. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. I got one. I got a good one. I, I already know your answer. Oh, wow. Uh, you don't know Jack. Man. Jack. What am I going to do? <laughs> Just pick something. Got it. All right. Cool. So I started with you, Chris. Nick, what did what did Chris just write down? Chris just wrote down. Uh, paella. Nice, nice. <laughs> so you know, Chris. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Okay. Now, Chris, what do you got? Cochinita. You unplugged me. <laughs> I think I'm. Oh no! Yeah, um, I don't know how to do that. Oh, wait, Josh, where are you at? Here I come. Here he <laughs> comes, Audio Man to the rescue. You're unplugged headphone wise. Uh, well, 
because you're definitely the I'm, mic's still on. My, yeah, your guys' mics are on still on. It's just I, I think the uh, splitter just fell out okay. for the mic nope. or for oh, the yeah. headset. Wait, I, there you go. Nope. Something happened. It's my fault. All right. Nope. Okay, I'm, we're good. Okay. We're all right. Yeah, your mic's never turned off, so that's good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So, Chris, what do you Sorry. got for him? Uh, he's uh, probably wrote down Cochinita. Cochinita, paella. Oh man. So you're zero for two right now. Yeah. I think you got it. Yeah. You don't know me at all. <laughs> I don't. I got a feeling you're going to know this next question though. All right. Um, so, what is your most annoying habit? <laughs> <laughs> swear on here? Yes. <laughs> we don't have any FCC regulations, so it's all good. All right. I really don't know this one for you. You've got a lot of them. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm supposed to write down my own answer. Your own, yeah, and then Damn, tell him I what his down, is. Oh, I wrote down the thing that annoys me about Chris. <laughs> uh, I already know what you're going to say for me. You're going to win this. Uh, you're you're definitely going to win this. Do you have any guesses? Oh, you can't. You can't even tell the guests right now. Okay. You don't want to lead them on one way or the other. All right, I got a good one. Okay, so Chris, what was what was what's uh what's Nick's most annoying habit that he would say for himself? Uh, he worries a lot. Over worrier. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. I was freaking out about a drain. Uh, I wrote I wrote naysaying. Naysaying. I'm the one, like, I always... So I, you're the contrarian of the two. Yeah, I try and, like, I just try and, like, reel them in. Okay. Like a big... <laughs> but I shouldn't. Chris is a, a big ofer in this one. Uh, so, Nick, what would you what would you say for his? His fucking phone. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't write that down at all. No? no. Wow. I said I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't listen because you're always on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the ofer three. <laughs> gotta, gotta, oh, man, it's some emails. Man. I know. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so that was the three that we came up with today. I, I was I was thought that I might be able to kind of come up with one more during it, but I don't know. One more question. Unless you guys have no, one that you'd want to answer. Divert, we'll divert to you. What do you think? You want me, you want me to throw a question out there? Yeah, oh, go yeah. ahead. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. So we work together a lot. What would be a question you'd want to be asked? For us two? For us two, yeah. Maybe you guys should ask us a question. We'll, we'll play around. Ooh. Oh, there you go. There you go. A little t- turning of the table. All right. I kind of. Have you guys done the one you, we just did? Have you done yeah. the one? That no, we, we haven't done any of these. I kind of. Huh? Oh, yeah, I have a good one. Uh, good question. Yeah, question. Ask it. Okay. I need yeah. the. I need the book. I need the book. Well, since we're changing. Okay. This is interesting because now, now I'm kind of excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to this side I'm just so you, I don't just want so we you can't right. see. So I don't want you right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to do the same one that we just did. What's the thing that annoys you the most? About yeah, the there other we person? go. Okay. Yeah, we did that one. Okay, so My you're so this is what I I got to think of what you're going to say. And I I have to think about so I have to write down what I think annoys you. What I do that annoys you. Yes. Jesus, okay. we can't even get this going. <laughs> um, okay, so I would say Hmm. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Josh, so your most annoying habit is... Okay. No, you have to write down your most annoying habit. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I, it's my game. I don't even I know what I'm doing. Just, I'm re- ridiculous. Just messing it all up over there. I just really wanted to talk about Chris. That's what I'm started. guessing. Okay, go ahead. So who wants to go first? Do you want me to go guess go yours you're, first? You're, on, you're, on the, you're closest to the mic, so you start. Okay, I would guess that... Um, so I'm guessing what you wrote down for yourself. Mm-hmm. Vaping. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> On Xbox, I wrote, they call him Darth down, Vapor. Uh, that I never checked the list. Never checked the list. That is true. We've had a list about this podcast forever, uh-huh. and every time we try to go on air, there's a lot of checklists that we've got to do to make sure we don't screw it up. Uh-huh. We never check the checklist, so that is true. <laughs> That's my bad. I never check the checklist. Yeah. Okay, um, so what do you think I wrote for myself? I'm going to guess uh, that you're too demanding. 
<laughs> I, was, I put micromanaging, so I think that might be that's pretty close. That's close, that's pretty close, right? Close. That's, that's a cousin. Close. Yeah, that's a cousin. Call that. Yeah. I feel spot on on that. I feel horrible because it's like every time we work on something together, I'm like, dude, I need another version of that. Like that's just not good enough right now. I that's my bad. John's yeah. too busy vaping. Yeah, <laughs> Darth Vapor. That's a new Xbox gamer tag, yeah. Darth Vapor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very relevant right now. That's pretty. Yeah. Cool. That's what I'm saying. So, Chris, cool. did you have a question too? No, I'm good. I think that was the answer. Mine's mine. Yeah. Okay. Yours was something dirty, wasn't it? No, it was not dirty. Okay. (laughs) Well, we could do the After Dark podcast, too. (laughs) Um, So uh, anything else you guys want to add while we kind of sign off then? I think uh, just keep an eye out. Thanks for having us. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thanks for coming in. Um, So uh, definitely uh, check out these guys on all of their social media platforms. Uh, You've got the... What do you want to call out? Your Instagram? You said it it earlier, but say it again. Instagram, uh, at ProvechoCP. Okay, and then uh, it's Facebook, the, Provecho, Latin Provisions. Awesome. So follow that. Check that out um, as much as you can. Um, look for their restaurant to be opening sometime in early 2018. And uh, from our side of things, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Local219, Twitter, Local underscore 219, and Facebook, Local219. Um, and uh, we will be talking to you uh, after the new year. We will be going on a hiatus, but January sounds really awesome. So look forward to that. And then uh, stay plugged in to kind of get updates. So thanks. Uh, thanks again, guys, for coming in. Thanks, man. Thank you. And uh, we'll probably do it again in 2018 sometime. Sounds that'd be great. In retrospect. Yes. <laughs> Gotta come to us. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we'll do one live. Mm-hmm. With wine. With wine. With wine. Yes. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah, we'll do it. That'd be okay. awesome. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. And uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Bye. <laughs> Three, two, one, out. <laughs>